0: Hello and welcome to the wellness sessions from Set the Tone Fitness, episode seven. Today is all about breathing. I'm Stu Clark, and today we have again another very special guest, uh, Lorraine Dodds, is joining us. So welcome, Lorraine. How are you?
1: Hi, Stu. I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on.
0: Leray is uh, someone who's come to a lot of my classes over the years, both face-to-face and online. And Larry mentioned uh, a while back when I was asking for podcast topics about breathing, whether we could do one on this. So, breathing is the topic we're going to look at today. Obviously quite important in life to breathe, but I think it's something we often do without really thinking about it and, um, and not really thinking about how we're doing it or why we're doing it and how it could be helpful. So, go for it the floor is yours
1: okay so when you were asking everybody whether they had any ideas or topics breathing came to mind because it's something that is obviously accessible to all it's free and it's something that we can all utilize more efficiently without knowing about it maybe to benefit us in loads different ways whether it's through stress or anxiety or generally just keeping us calm and obviously with Regards to what you do, fitness. So, I first started learning different breathing techniques when I joined my first yoga class. And it was great because it was organized by teachers. I was a teacher at the time and we did it straight after school every week. We learned alternate breathing. And this was just trying to keep us relaxed as, as secondary teachers. So that was really interesting. And, and That must be
0: and... uh, pretty important as a teacher. to say that's say um, that's great that your uh, school was looking after you that way. I, I don't know how common that is in schools, but I can imagine pretty stressful environment. So was that pretty helpful?
1: It was. It was about 17 years ago now. Looking okay. back, I didn't probably use it that much. I was a lot younger, had lots of more energy and was maybe a bit more dynamic in the classroom and I didn't feel I needed it too much but it was just really good to know that you had this extra tool in your box to use if necessary sometimes we come to things a bit too late rather than learning about things and be ready to use them if we need it
0: like say even if you're not necessarily going to use things it's good to just be able to, to have that to fall back on if you need it
1: absolutely and alternate breathing you do actually have to cover up your nostrils obviously alternately and breathing in quite slowly in that so it's an obvious one that you might do when you're by yourself whereas actually if you're in a classroom the children might think what what on earth you're doing you know you wouldn't choose that to do in the moment but you'd do it later on in the evening.
0: You might get quite a bit of stick from teenagers if you uh, if you uh, suddenly started doing that one and being in front of them in a in a class. I think this is one I've maybe done myself when someone else has suggested it to me. Can you just give us a quick rundown of exactly what alternate breathing is?
1: You usually have a good posture. Quite often, sitting straight back, fold over a couple of your digits, and then put your thumb on your right nostril.
0: You I'm going do to do this in. as you say. I'm going to try. Yeah, you it.
1: breathe in your left and then you hold your breath whilst you then turn your hand and cover that nostril with your small finger. Cover the opposite nostril. Yeah, so you're breathing in the open. You move your hand so that you then cover the open and you breathe out the new open. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. makes perfect sense. Do that maybe relaxed and calmly for maybe about 20 times. And you should feel a lot better afterwards. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember using that one before, actually. Um, Sarah, who I'm going to mention later, um, has suggested this uh, to me before, and I remember feeling a lot calmer afterwards.
1: I don't know the scientifics behind it, but I think by doing individual nostrils, you're using different areas of your brain as well.
0: I'm learning all sorts of it. You also made me think about my posture there, right? When you said about mm-hmm. s- sitting up straight, I suddenly realised I was uh, leaning forward. You made me think about yeah, posture, which is good yeah. as well.
1: When I decided to try and utilise breathing techniques a bit more was when yeah. I was pregnant for the first time okay. and I was very much wanting to be obviously in control and calm for the labor so while I was mm. pregnant I looked into natural ways in which I could do this and okay. every time I was going through research it always kept on coming back to breathing 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 and if you're in control of that you'll be in control of the whole situation so I just thought right okay and as well as just the deep slow breaths I found that there was the one which is called four seven eight, where you breathe oh, yeah. in for four, hold for seven, and then breathe out for eight, and quite a deep breath, so that you're trying to fill your lungs up quite a lot. That did definitely help.
0: So, is that the one you used when you were pregnant? did you say the four seven eight? Yeah. So, between the two that you mentioned now, the alternate breathing and the four seven eight, did you find did you have a preference between the two, or did you find them both helpful?
1: If I'm not in a stressful situation but would just like to try and be more relaxed or trying to be a bit mindful on the evening and zone out a bit, then the alternate breathing is a good one for me. If it is more stressful and just trying to calm my breath or I'm trying to get to sleep at night, the four, seven, eight is better.
0: So I think that might be something that people listening to this might hopefully will um give these things a go. It's just useful to know a little bit about different ones which ones might um, work for them. So you mentioned sleep there, Lorraine. So have you found your sleeps improved as a result of using some of these?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I can go to bed and be asleep in seconds, but other times I've got, you know, things on my mind. I've got a busy day the next day and I've got lots of things I need to do, make sure it's all done on time. And so there's stuff flying around my head. And you can always write things down on a list, but that's just emptying your head. It still doesn't get rid of everything. If I focus on that, I forget about what I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about the breathing
0: yeah I love that sleep is so underrated for me in terms of health fitness wellness the whole thing because for me sleep's the thing that kicks everything else off I know if I get a run of early nights going to bed at the same time getting up at the same time three or four in a row I feel so much better so having that technique to help improve that I think it's absolutely massive particularly like I say when you've got a lot of things on your mind and you can just sort of try and forget about those things and focus on your breathing that's really helpful
1: I'm sure there's lots of other people that have used different ones, which we're all individuals, so different ones will help different people, but Absolutely, there are lots yeah. of different ones out there.
0: Yeah, and on that point, I'm going to mention another couple, actually, right? So, as I say, if you find that these things work, I mean, that's the idea of this podcast, really, that it is a practical thing and it can hopefully help to improve, you know, all sorts of aspects of health, fitness, wellness. So, box breathing involves inhaling to the count of four, holding for four, and then exhaling for the count of four, and then holding for four. So it's in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. And then as you become um, more experienced in that, you can then increase that four-second hold to five, six, and beyond. Sarah, who I, who I mentioned earlier, who has about this, she uses box breathing quite a lot, and Sarah said it really helped her. And Sarah actually had, had COVID a few months back, and she said that's something that really helped her as you say, Laura, there's loads of different types of breathing that work for different people, but that is another another good option. The other thing I'm going to mention is Wim Hof. Now, Wim Hof, for anyone who hasn't heard of him, he's the ice man. Uh, he's the man who contributed massively to making um, cold therapy popular. He has a, a breathing method with, of withstanding the coldness of, of the water to make you sort of get in a place mentally where you, you feel, this isn't cold, I can cope with this. because I suppose the natural reaction to being in ice-cold water is to tense up and think, this is freezing, and get really, get really tense, and then you're not getting out of it, I suppose, what you want to get out of it. So... The whole thing about the Wim Hof technique in terms of breathing, whether it's in the cold water or not, it's all about inhaling deeply through your nose or your mouth, exhaling unforced through the mouth. So it's not as if you're really sort of forcing the breath out. It's more relaxed, sort of natural exhale unforced through the mouth, having inhaled deeply through the nose or mouth. He would be another one if people are interested reading further on, on this to look into as a way of doing the cold therapy thing. So whether it's cold showers or spending time in very cold water, um, outdoor swimming, ice baths, that kind of thing, forget about how cold it is, almost convince yourself that 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 water isn't cold, but you can also use it away from that as well.
1: Coming back to fitness, as Mm -hmm. that's how we know each other, when you're obviously exerting more energy, you're more heavily breathing, and and that's quite Mm -hmm. obvious to us all. And if I'm going out for a run, my breathing will change, but I don't really change it. It just changes and adapts to what I'm doing. But when I've done different forms of exercise, for example, weightlifting, I did a bit of CrossFit for a time and I was trying to lift quite heavy weights.
0: Yeah. And
1: I found it was actually really, really important that I breathed at the right time and ah. correctly in order to, one, actually lift the weight, but also to get even stronger and to be able to lift stronger weight.
0: This is an interesting one because um, there's a few things here. As a PT, when I'm coaching people to lift weights, whether it's the body weight or barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever it is, on the movement where we lift the weight, we encourage people to breathe out as we produce the movement. And the reason for this is that when we breathe out, we aid in bracing the core and in turn creating tension. And then as they lower the weight, we then encourage them to, to breathe in.
1: So, for example, if I was doing a deadlift, yeah. you're composing yourself. You can see it when you're watching the Olympic yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah, They're there, and they're there for a few moments, aren't they? They're composing themselves. And yeah. I think that's when you're calming down and you're just getting really centred. And you're yeah. a bit like a mountain pose in yoga. You're making yourself as strong a base as possible. And that's not just with your feet, but I feel like it's my whole body. Like You're doing a deep breath to totally centralise yourself. Yeah. steady yourself and ground yourself and grounding quite physically and mentally Absolutely. with those few deep breaths and then it's obviously the really dynamic lift yeah there is kind of a pause there with that little bit of a hold before you then breathing out and doing your final push if you're going up over your shoulders as well mm. i kind of visualized when i was doing weights i was actually visualise my breath that sounds a bit weird okay but come on
0: tell me a bit more about that. that sounds sounds interesting not weird go for it
1: Well, I don't think, I've not been told to do this, but it's just the way in which I helped myself do the weight. So I'd visualise it coming in and as I'm going out, I can can basically see it as if I'm looking inside my body. And it's kind of like power of that and visualising that enables me to be stronger.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly where you're coming from. And I think a lot of the time um, with weightlifting, Leray, I think a lot of it is mental, it's psychological. It's what works for you. Um, especially like say, when you're lifting very heavy weights to put a lot into that and um, the focus on the breath can make a big difference.
1: I was going for a stage where I had a sore knee and well I was doing some more weights and work around my knee like the lower leg and my high leg to just strengthen my knee and support it and yeah. I just quite enjoyed doing the weights so then just thought I'll get involved with the CrossFit and thoroughly enjoyed it. That's,
0: this, that's some serious stuff.
1: Yeah there was another one you've touched on it already but when i have done yoga Mm -hmm. and you are trying to do a strengthening pose or stretch sometimes the teacher will say remember to breathe remember to breathe yeah (laughs) because we're trying to stretch so much or trying to stay balanced that we literally stop as a statue in order to try and keep it whereas in order to strengthen the muscles we have to breathe and to rebalance or to stretch a little bit further, you might be able to after that. But I just wonder why do we naturally hold our breath in those situations?
0: Do you think it's that um, we're incapable of doing two things at once or that it's, it's hard to oh, do two maybe. things? I think, I think sometimes that and with things like that, we're, we're so focused on getting the technique right with the, the movement we're actually doing to then think about our breathing as well. You know, maybe we mm-hmm. think we'll, we'll lose the technique if we do that as well. But it's always good to have those constant reminders, I think. Another lovely um, client of mine who comes to many of my classes is Sarah Stanley, who is very much into yoga and focusing on breathing and mindfulness. And you've sort of mentioned something very relevant to this there. I'm just going to run through a quote from Sarah, which will um, sort of link in with that. So I asked her about her breathing and the work that she does on it. And Sarah said, "Uh, breathing for me started with yoga. The juice of yoga really flows when you combine breath with movement. The exhale controls the efforts, which takes me into a meditative state. For me, yoga or any movement in time to my breathing is moving meditation. This means I am more absorbed in the movements, more connected to my body, and the experience is more of a mindfulness exercise.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that sometimes when we do Exercise, it's oh, we've got to get there, we've got to do it, we've got to get it over and done with. we yeah. so feel like it's something we've got to tick in the box and get done for yeah. the day. But I do think that if we slow down mentally while we're doing it, and then you're a bit more in your moment, a bit more in mindful about it, mm-hmm. and you do do some more breathing you'll probably get a lot more out of the exercise and you'll enjoy it as opposed to just doing it just because yeah. you had your chocolate bar or whatever yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I'm absolutely with you on that I think that's the mindset of a lot of us isn't it and um, it's almost like a chore or it's, it's a box that needs ticking off I've done a workout for today so rather than like say actually embracing the experience and really thinking about what we're doing i think that's why things like yoga meditation things like that are just as important to health and fitness and wellness as say a circuits class or a personal training session or whatever it may be obviously things like resistance training are very important for different reasons and um, the benefits of cardio training and and things like this but i think especially when people are so busy and have such, such hectic lives and hectic lives constantly rushing around. I think um, taking that time to slow things down and think about breathing and think about what we're actually doing. I think that's crucial.
1: When you talk about life and racing around, I also teach forest school, mainly primary children. When they're at school and they're outside, it's usually for PE or for playtime. So they're running around like crazy. So I'm saying slow down let's have a look at that that's on the floor there or what can you see here or what can you smell there and i often do a little bit about breathing so that they settle and rather than settle in for two seconds they've got to do it you know for 30 seconds before they can make a comment so that they're actually trying to think a little bit
0: yeah i love that and the whole idea of forestry school i think is great because if we look at breathing in terms of the mental health perspective in terms of helping anxiety and stress and things like this the idea of forest school and being outside in, in nature there's a lot of similar benefits both from the breathing and the just being in nature and present yeah. um so yeah I love that
1: particularly with the world as it is at the moment I think that stressors are getting younger in life and even though I first started thinking about breathing when I had my first job at school as a teacher I think that now that we know more about it we should be teaching children different techniques you know they find it difficult in the playground or with brothers and sisters they just lash out because that's just the nature yeah. of a child but if mm-hmm. they're given that another tool like I said before and they're able to stop and just do a few bits better about they might not have hit their sister or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their no absolutely
0: yeah and no, I'm with you on that in terms of what children get taught in school I think it's it's easy to focus on the academic stuff, but there's so many other sort of life skills and tools that we could be teaching them to help improve situations like that.
1: The only yeah. other one is, this is not entirely exclusive, but in my knowledge of it, just from doing it in a class, it's called the power breath. Okay. And it's a breath where you haven't got your mouth open. It's kind okay. of tiny, maybe a tiny bit open, but in, you also have your tongue higher up in your mouth. So where you're breathing out, it has a bit more of a buzzing noise yeah, to okay. it, a little bit.
0: And this um, is known as
1: the is it ujjayi breath the or the breath i'm not quite okay. sure how to pronounce it okay. it's again a good one for if you are just trying to be powerful or trying to be strong mind I mean, and body I, mean, I think most of them are i think everything is interlinked in our bodies in our systems and it's the strength over the mind and the body
0: absolutely so, we're building up a nice little uh, portfolio. There are so many different techniques out there with breathing, but, but quite a few options now, which is great for people to try out or look into, read a little bit more on. So, just to go through a little bit more from, from Sarah, I mentioned earlier. So, Sarah also, as well as talking about breathing in relation to yoga, also um, talked about it in relation to mood. So, Sarah said, in addition, I use my breath to help mood. So, for example, if uh, anxiety is creeping in, box breathing to a piece of music that lasts three minutes brings me back into my body so box breathing is the the technique I mentioned earlier where we inhale to the count of four hold for four exhale for the count of four and then hold for four again and keep repeating she also said if if she feels like she's lacking in in energy 60 seconds of 60 seconds of breath of fire to re-energize her Um, and then she says if you want to really overindulge It's the alternate uh, nostril breath, which you mentioned, right? So there's three different options so using when she's feeling in different states. So also recommends a lady called Rebecca Dennis, who apparently writes really well about conscious breathing. So actually thinking about how you're breathing, whether it's through your nose, whether it's through your mouth, how long you're doing it for, how long you're holding it for, what you're trying to achieve from it. And there are apparently a lot of benefits through breathing through your nose rather than through your mouth I was listening to a podcast another podcast actually from someone else in the sort of health and, and fitness space and apparently there's a lot of research that says if we breathe in and out through our nose rather than our mouth that, that is a lot better for us in physically and mentally as well so
1: I know that if podcast, I'm very stressed or I'm, I'm feeling a little bit aggravated and I definitely need to take a moment I definitely have a long breathe in my nose and out my nose that is yeah. when I feel like that is necessary <laughs> okay
0: when, when you're stressed or anxious not or,
1: necessarily stressed like a okay bit, like without wanting to say something
0: yeah And we're just with trying
1: to be calm like more yeah angry yeah than yeah
0: stressed. yeah no i've done the same actually yeah um it, it's good just to take that step back isn't it and just that's definitely a, a calming way to deal with certain situations i'm with you on that just go back to to sarah who also runs a an excellent dance class for ladies locally a lot of it is based on meditation yoga type things as well and she said that the first thing they do when they when they um, start the class is to lie down and take really full belly breaths to, to come into the bodies and prepare for the night. So it's it's that kind of thing just to be present in the moment and to spend time focusing on your breathing. She also mentioned pelvic floor stuff. So when she's doing pelvic floor work, when she lifts up, she breathes out and then breathes in on the way down, which again is similar to what was quite earlier there with exercise with weight training, breathing yeah. out as we produce the movement and in the way back down amanda phoebe is a, a good one too. if anyone's interested in reading more find out more about that sarah's saying amanda phoebe explains that really well um, i was
1: thinking about diaphragmatic different. breathing we know that our diaphragm is like the huge muscle that spans across sort of in our chest there is loads and loads of organs within our body and our gut is where so much goes on that we uh, again health wise nutrition wise yourself will know a lot about and we massage all of our big muscles you know if you go to a spa you'll get a nice massage but we need to also massage the insides of our bodies as well. And the way in which we can do that is by doing diaphragm breathing techniques and exercises. Usually if you breathe, you quite often your chest raises, isn't it? Yeah. When you're taking a deep breath in, but if you focus and try and breathe in and out and let your tummy raise and fall different to Mm -hmm. what you might normally do it. And that will just massage inside of you.
0: Interesting. Is there a way of making sure we know we're doing that? Is it to to watch the belly sort of rising and falling? Is it?
1: you can do it lying down okay. or sitting in your chair. If you put one hand on your- I'm gonna try this one.
0: <laughs> one. hand on your chest.
1: Yeah, and the other hand below your rib cage.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it a go. Give it a go at home, guys.
1: Breathe in slowly through your nose, so the air going into your nose should move downwards so that you feel your stomach rise with your other hand. Yeah and don't force or push your abdominal muscles outwards. The movement should be smooth and it should ideally mainly involve your epigastric area, which is near your ribcage. You shouldn't feel like you're forcing your lower belly out by clenching your muscles. It should just be quite a smooth movement. So you breathe out through your mouth and let your belly relax. You should feel the hand that's over it fall inwards towards your spine. Yes, I am doing. And exhale slowly through slightly pursed lips with the hand on your chest should continue remain relatively still if you find that your belly breathing is awkward at first it might be because you're sort of you usually breathe with your chest but if you yeah. can just practice doing it with your belly a bit more then you'll just get used to it more
0: i was just gonna say when you do it for the first time it often things often feel unnatural or, or awkward but the more you do it the more you, you get used to it
1: if you have not done it before maybe just doing it sort of three times is good enough as a beginner okay and then you can work up to doing it sort of five, ten times one to four times a day it's one of those things yeah. that you could probably just do sitting at your desk
0: yeah I like that so I'll <laughs> gradually step it up and like I say it takes so little time that it's like you say you could just slip in while while you've got a, a spare minute um, at your desk or whatever so give it a go so many hours in a day you know that's going to take a matter of seconds, and it might—it could be something which could help you massively. So thanks, Arthur. Right.
1: So going back to when I was pregnant, I'd stopped work, unfortunately, for a couple of weeks before, and I was going on my walk around the river. And people in Ripon will know there's a lovely little beach area on the, you're just north of Northbridge. Yes, and I know um, exactly what you mean. So this was a really lovely place for me, particularly at that time. And I would sit on the beach and what I'd try to do is do some visualising. So the belly Mm -hmm. breaths are a bit more of a a physical thing for your body, whereas the visualising with my breath Is more of a mental. So depending on how you are feeling, whether you want to have some kind of positive affirmation, whether it's a bit of a chant of something that you're going to achieve, Mm -hmm. or whether it's just you're just feeling a bit low and you've got negative thoughts that you want to get rid of. I liked it at the river because I also had the water flowing. So what I would do is I would breathe in and the water was coming down I'd look as the water coming towards me and I'd breathe in and now I'd have positive thoughts of strength or positive thoughts of I'm going to stop smoking or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be that's an example that wasn't mine Mm -hmm. and then as you breathe out you'd breathe out everything negatives also be looking at the river so it'd be like washing away the negative thoughts I love it so on that turn of the river it was a really great place for me to do that because as well as using my breath to breathe in positive and out negative i also had the river water backing me up on that
0: fantastic i've done used something very similar so when i've done um some meditation um just online that's what you refer to there about the, uh, the visualization I, I found that really helpful i think the lady on this one said to imagine transparent or clear or very white bright light sort of coming into your body on the inhale and then what you want to get rid of as you exhale being dark or mucky or just to inhale bright positivity and then exhale the opposite so it's a very similar principle I suppose yeah. uh, I, I don't know about you but I find that that visualization really really helpful and the thing you mentioned about the water as well I think running water is a very calming sort of tranquil thing to be around anyway so but also then like you said to use that as a, a visualization the flowing water is you get rid of that
1: it's kind of um, cleansing,
0: isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So there you go, another another option for okay, everyone listening to this. Um, if you find that visualization is something that works for you as well in terms of breathing your mental state, there's another another great option. So we will wrap up there. All right, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. you enjoyed it. Uh, it's been awesome. Really, some really interesting ideas. It's been great to hear your your own practice, whether it's been with your your exercise, you know, your weight training, the CrossFit stuff, general life you know, during your pregnancy, everything. So, no, that's really interesting, hopefully really really useful for, for people listening as well. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Um, when I listen to your podcasts and when I, I... I just love listening to people in general about their experiences because... I've just talked about a few of mine and in some ways I just don't think much of them, but then it's not until somebody else hears it, then they think, Oh my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. That could be my breakthrough. I'm going to really use that. And it's just some kind of simple things that people just haven't heard yet and that they can take on board and use. And so I like hearing other people's experiences and hopefully people will be able to get something out of this.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Um, Let us say, to, to us these tiny things might might be tiny things but to someone else who, who's never heard of that or tried that before like I say it could be massive it could be a, a big breakthrough that really really helps them and that's what this is all about really this podcast trying to give you these techniques or these ideas that could work for you so if people do find that's the case let us know you know it's always great to hear them that that's the case get in touch on social media or, or give us an email and, and let us know info at set the term fitness.co.uk or find us on facebook instagram or twitter Yeah, it's always great to know that these things are actually working for people. So that is episode seven, Breathing Done and Dusted. Apologies for the delay in getting this one out. It's a really busy time at the moment, but we hope to get the next one out a little bit quicker. I hope you enjoyed it, and see you all soon. Cheers, folks.